Welcome back to the Escape World Podcast, everybody. My name is Fung. And I'm Ron. Uh, it's the chill escape sesh. Yeah. Seriously, you got to get, get rid of this stutter that I have. I, I think you've uh, improved over time. Yeah, it's getting there. It's get getting better. There. Get better. So, Fung, uh, yes, you had your first um, podcast producer job uh, last week. I think I can finally call myself a professional podcast producer, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you. I mean, you've always been producing for us, but yeah. now that you're getting paid, you're a professional. I mean, look, with that, I'm I'm super proud that I was able to do that for somebody. Uh, it just goes to show that you know, if you put the hard work into something, that uh, someone is will is going to be willing to pay you for what you love doing. Can I ask, did the, uh, did the client, um, request your portfolio of podcasts? Yes. Yes, he did. Really? Yeah, he wow. Did. So we have a new listener. We do. <laughs> and, uh, and what did I use to show my work? I used our podcast, this Gabriel podcast, and he found the audio quality very professional. Very good. So th- this is why he took me on board. Like, hey, I want you to produce for for my podcast. Oh, so he listened before he accepted you. Yeah, yeah. So bas- basically, I use a platform <clears throat> called Freelancer, and I think we've spoken about this in the yes, past as yes. well, uh, to go and find work. And I was referred to by the freelancer recruiter to this person. Um, by the way, I'm going to shout out his podcast. If anyone wants to check it out, it's called The Fintech Report by Glenn Frost. I listened to the first episode, um, being in the, in the industry, being in the field, it, it did, um, speak to me. It did. Um, All right. Yeah. So a lot of the issues that they talked about, I totally get. Really? I totally get. So it's, yeah. So anybody who's, um, you know, being in the corporate world, you know, in, in finance or banking wealth, um, anyone that sort of had to deal with, um, legacy systems, old systems, um, this is a very good, uh, a very good listen. So tell me, since this is interesting because like, I didn't, I didn't think, well, I, I don't know why I didn't make the connection. I knew you wanted to get into FinTech in the first place. Um, by the way, how passionate are you about the, the FinTech field? Well, there's, uh, so FinTech is, is uh, the amalgamation of two words, right? Finance and technology. Sure. I've been in finance for my whole career. Sure. And I've always had an interest in technology. So it's a, logical um path i feel like right 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 that's interesting but anyways like coming back to to my point um it's good that i know that now and it's interesting that i've i've actually i'm producing for glenn frost and knowing that he's in 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 the 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 fintech industry and i've obviously showed you the episode and you to me when you talk to me about it you seem captivated by the content it it was very interesting yes right yeah so it goes to show there's there's an audience out there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Right. Very very local audience to you as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I so I've contracted this guy for six episodes. So I'm gonna keep going with mm. him, and, and it, it's it's quite cool. It's cool. Yeah. It's a, if you ever listen to the Joe Rogan episode, uh, any Joe Rogan episode, you know that he he talks to young Jamie, who's there monitoring the audio frame, monitoring the, the the video, and also popping up any content that he does mention on the podcast. And I felt like I was that person, young Fung, young Fung, very good, <laughs> very good. Um, so since we last spoke, um, I've 
there, there's a situation at my work. Um, the situation is that I have not had my contract extended, um, but and that's not totally unexpected. But along the way as well, there's a lot of uh, a lot of changes as well. Right. So, as someone who's not in the corporate world, I wanted to ask you uh, run run by you these situations to see what you will do. Is there some juicy politics? No, uh, it, it is. It is a little bit um, office politics. A little bit, yeah, right. a little bit. So I'm not going to name any names. Don't, yeah. Um, but certainly, it's it's um, it's you know what what the, the situations that I'm going to sort of lay out the scenarios are definitely not um, rare. They're very very common. Um, you know, I think most people have dealt with it. Um, but what, so what other situation can you describe? Yeah, so one? so. So what one of them might be, um, for example, there is a change in the structure of um, the business. So someone who you're reporting to now, uh, previously, you're no longer reporting to them and you're being put into a role that you didn't really sign up for when you um, sort of interviewed and, and applied for the job. So let's say you, um, you applied for a role with a company. This is this is what you want to do. This is what interests you. Right. You know, uh, say three, four years down the track, um, there's a restructure, there's a change. And, and these changes, these, these very um, sort of uh, change is, is normal. It happens at every level. It happens um, sometimes more often than others, but change happens. So now that uh, you've been working on this thing, for a few years now, you enjoy what you do, but there's a change. You are now no longer working for the uh, the manager that you, that you like working with, that you had a understanding with. You know how they work. They know how you work. You get shit done. Now you're put into another team doing work that's a little bit more, um, a little bit more boring. It's... It's it's work that you can do, but it's boring. Okay, so if if I'm just gonna try to recap what you just uh, explained to me, so I'm just gonna put put it out there. So say I'm an analyst of potatoes, and then uh, I enjoy potatoes. I love mashed potatoes. Anything that can can be made with potatoes, and yes. my work decides <laughs> to be like, hey, we don't want you to do potatoes anymore. We think you're better as a um, as a tomato. Tomato farmer, bro. Tomato analyst. Sorry, I can't do tomatoes, man. Tomato analyst. I can't do tomatoes. Well, but I don't don't have a choice now. You don't have a choice. I don't have a choice. You have a family. You got kids. You got a mortgage. Right. Um. So now I am not a potato analyst anymore. I'm a tomato picker. Tomato picker. Yes. So it needs to be more physical. Yeah. Yeah. Man. So a lot of the time that sucks. Um. (laughs) So so obviously you have a lot of options, right? Right. In terms of what you can do, but what, what would you do? The first thing, what would you, you know, the first thought, what would be your well, path? My question here, like if my, if I'm going to try to, 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 to put myself in this situation, like my, my, my thought on this is that, do I have a choice? Am I notified with this? Is it in my contract that, Hey, I'm going to be put into another role. So let's say it is in your contract that, yeah, it's, it's a possibility that you can, you will be doing something similar to what you're doing before, but also different. Well, I guess I got, I, I, there's one thing I would say is probably shit happens. 
Yeah. Right. So if this has been passed upon me, passed on, like imposed on me, right? Yes. So now I no longer work with a team that I like, the team I'm used to. Wouldn't this be, I mean, in my mind anyways, this would be just the perfect catalyst to be like, hey, okay, let's jump ship. Let's go find something else. Because hmm. obviously if I'm not going to be happy uh, picking tomatoes, which by experience, by experience, because I've picked tomatoes before, <laughs> truthfully, guys, I was a farmer. Mm-hmm. I didn't enjoy it. I don't enjoy picking tomatoes. So I'm just going to, I'm going to have to jump ship. Okay, so obviously it's 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 fairly. Um, isn't that isn't that an option that you would think? Yeah, yeah, would you? absolutely, it, it is an option. Um, but then you have to think about what follows. Um, if you hate it so much that you just like quit, yeah, that's that's an option. Or can you sort of bear with it until you find another job? Do you think you'll sort of? Are you more no, the person that will quit? Are we judging from my history? Just your personality. Your- yeah, <clears throat> it's it's a hard thing though. Like, I mean, to be honest with you, I've done this podcast with you for so long that my my mindset has changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm less likely. For example, he, 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 like this is a personal example of mine. I now rent a house with Abby. I also have another life that I take care of now. Nala, my puppy. I am less inclined to say jump ship from my current workplace like uh, uh, you know on a whim sort of thing why is that because i know i need the money <laughs> i know i need to um to, to to feed my my little family that i have here right to to maintain this this standard of living that i have now it's it's very strange that i, I say this now because before i'll be like no just jump ship yeah. things are going to be okay usually they are but they take some time to to pick back up Right. So if you made, if you already reached a standard of living, then I would definitely say that, uh, you know, my motto live in the gray area. So stick to that potato or sorry, tomato picking, stick to it for a little bit. Like know that you're going to quit, but don't, don't be stupid about it. Hmm. You know? So I think a lot of people, I feel like a lot of people, um, Maybe I'm generalizing a little bit, but there are a lot of people who have been in organizations for decades. So they've gone through multiple um, of these situations, you know, probably 10, 15 times. That happens a lot, doesn't it? Uh, Well, I think in uh, the companies that have been around for a long time, there's always Mm. going to be a few that's been around for decades. I mean, you yourself have been in a role that uh, you stuck around for eight years, right? You've been in a corporate environment for the same corporate environment for eight years. How many times have you changed the position in that company? Three times. Three times. Yeah. Each of those positions, were they something that you, uh, of your own choosing or did, did Yeah. They... So luckily, yes. Okay. But well, in, that's good then. In yeah. the last one, when then I, I had a, I had an opportunity to move on or yeah. move into something else that's slightly the same, but also slightly different. Yeah. That's, that's when I thought, you know. Yeah. I mean, like, look, people are kind of adversive to change most of the time. Like if they've already settled in their routine, uh, they've just become like a cog in this organization that they've worked on for God knows how long and they become complacent mm. and to what end, you know, they become complacent to the point where changes like this, when it's imposed upon them, they don't know what to do. And I feel like that's not, that's not good. That, that is not good. In my point of view, to be complacent is never a good thing. Mm. Right. I say, um, even though I say like, yeah, I have to maintain a standard of living, but I'm always looking in the horizon. 
for your next opportunity. Everything, everything I do at the moment, and you you know this yourself. Like everything, I'm always looking over the over the fence. Uh, it can be a bit detrimental to my current workplace because sometimes I get I, I procrastinate because I've I've lost interest in the things that I've done, right? Yeah. But insane. That, that's when you need to start looking, right? If yeah. You're procrastinating. That, exactly. You're getting and bored. I think I have a short span of like a, what's called attention span in in the, in the sense that lasts probably it lasts probably about six to six months to a year. Mm. Uh, and then I'll, I'll probably be like, hey, I want to learn something else, right? How about how about now? So that's based on your previous history. Around six months, you're like ready to look for your next challenge. Now that you have a, you have oh, it's still the same. It's still yeah. the same. Like you know, yeah, I've I've worked. I'm start. I've have I have started working for an organization, right? But it's it's not a place where I want to stay for the rest of my life. It's not something that I wanted to stay for, say, uh, a year, two years, three years, maybe. I want to. But here's the thing as well. A lot of people who are in jobs for decades, they don't think of it as, yeah, I'm going to be here for life. They're just sort of stuck around long enough that they've been there for like a d- decade. Well, that's because, uh, isn't that because they, don't, they haven't really had a thought about the looking over the fence? Potentially, yeah. Like, you remember how I, um, we had this, this conversation previously as well, how, um, we talk about like moving the goalpost mm. further and further. Yeah. But as soon as you near it, you kind of move the goalpost again. Yeah. You know, th- that's, that's what it is. It's not about reaching the, the goalpost. It's about no. the, the journey that you go, uh, you're, you're, you're undergoing sort of thing. Right. So I, th- I think a lot of people have, um, a lot of, again, it might be generalizing, but those people who sort of have stuck around for a very long time, either they find, um, Either they're in a role where they are challenged often and they enjoy the challenge and they enjoy achieving something or there's just, or they're just fine with where they're working. I mean, look, think of it this way. If, can you think of anybody in your mind right now, just in like, uh, just off the top of your mind, just off the top of your mind, can you think of anybody that's, that has stayed with one single organization and have become successful at it? Yeah, a few people. Yeah. You can because they've stuck around for so long. They're so good at what they. They're so good at that one thing that they that they do. That they've just stuck around. I guess they. Is it someone? The is it someone that I know? No, no. It's people that I've I've worked with. Right. Yeah. Okay. So people has been there since like. May, years. Maybe I'm basing my my experience of like what what it means to be successful, like to 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 mean that you've made it according to the people that I I look up to. Right. Mm. They never stick to one thing in a sense in a sense that once they reach the goal that they've set themselves out to 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 do in that one thing they jump onto the next thing straight away Mm. but there's there is also the level of consistency there it's being consistent at being uncomfortable so let's say let's let's talk about say um photography or um videography Mm. what if you do this for 20 years you absolutely perfect your craft you're getting very very well paid for it but you're still sort of still in that field not necessarily like looking at something completely different but you're still in that field do you consider consider that the same as someone who's been in the company for for, say 20 years i would base that question that that the the, the, my answers on how many projects i've done throughout the year okay right so for someone who so has- that means that, that means like yeah I might have stuck to one thing I've mm. been consistent at that one thing but I've also done many many different projects yeah right so that's how I see it right right, right. 
So like, I mean, I'm glad that we're having this conversation because like, I'm kind of, I feel like I'm in a rut right now. And I've told you about this as well. I feel like in the rut in the sense that I'm working for my, the current company, I've been doing the same thing. I've started looking for clients and those are the clients that are like, yeah, they're cool, but I'm not quite there yet. It's not the clients that I want to attract. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm, I'm just asking for too much. So is that sort of just your, um, your, your, your goalpost? Yeah, it's, my, goal it's, it's of, my personal growth right yeah. now. It's my personal, personal growth in, 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 my, in my business in the endeavors that I've undertaken. And the next goalpost is I want to work in a team. I want to work on a bigger project. I want to work in like uh, as part of a, 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 you know, a cog that creates a, a bigger project kind of thing. You know, it's, it's, you, you understand what I'm trying to say here? Absolutely. I do. Yeah. Right. You say that because that is exactly what a lot of people who are in my position in their career, in the nine to five, that's what they do. Yeah. They're part of very big projects that they're not the one who, who formulates it, who, who single-handedly brings it to life, but they are a cog, okay. a very important cog that-, that Can you, that, that's, that's, that's interesting. Can you actually say like, once you've worked in that, that massive project and you've helped it, like even though how little or how big you might've helped the project, can you actually, do you have the, uh, the permission or the right rather, the right to say that, hey, I've done this project. Yes. It's on my, my profile. It's on your resume. You, you, can, you can actually go, yeah. go there and, and check that I've done yeah. that. So a lot of, uh, a lot of CEOs, cool. they'll be like, oh, I, I was the CEO. I led this massive project, massive change project that led to a billion dollars in, in extra revenue. That's like Man. something they can have. Man, don't, don't you? <laughs> Why I'm laughing is just, a, it's just, it's just funny how like some, some of your points, even though they differ, like always like converge to the same thing. Yeah. Right. And it's interesting. It's very interesting. So <laughs> I guess like now you sort of started to see like what someone in the nine to five, who sort of works on projects, who works in different things, not like the same thing every day. Mm. Obviously those things are sort of just boring, but yeah. Yeah. Someone who works on projects, uh, you know, a, a new project every six, sure. 12 months, maybe they're, they're with the same company, but they're working on different projects every, every six to 12 months. Um, sometimes, they might take right. their, their right. experience to another company and do another project six mm, to every six to twelve cool. months. You know, it's very similar to, to what, yeah. what you do. Yeah. You know what's funny though? Like uh, this is a, a story that that happened just two days ago. Like my little brother that that stays with me, Jackie, mm -hmm. he lives with me, and he said he was telling me, "Hey, you know how if you work for somebody, does that mean you're a slave?" <laughs> and I'm like, where, I said to him, like, where does this come from? Slaves don't get paid. Well, slaves don't get paid for. So, well, yeah, I, I agree that. But like, I'm like, where does this come from? He goes, oh yeah, I was having a conversation with my dad and because my dad's always been like uh, his own boss kind of thing. Yeah. And he's never really like worked for anybody. And I'm thinking, hold on a second. What am I doing right now, Jackie? Like, what am I doing right now? I said to him, like, I'm working for somebody, but I'm also running my own business. Do you call me a slave? Is like, is that how it works? Now, the point of this story is that it's, it's funny because like, I'm like remembering Jackie's point of view. I'm like, that's, that was me about a, two years ago, about mm -hmm. a year or two ago. Right. Even when we started this, this podcast. It, the, the very reason why we started this podcast in the first place was to help, like in quotation mark guys, help people get out of the nine to five. Yeah. But it, the, the, it was the complete reversal <laughs> of my character. <laughs> Now I'm working in the nine to, like nine to five, but also running my own business. So it's, it's fascinating to see that. Right. So we, we, we've been having this discussion longer than we've been having 
you know, been, been recording yeah, his podcast. Sure. Um, so do, do you feel like you're a little bit more understanding of someone who's in the nine to five now? I certainly do. And um, the similarities that they have to someone who is working for themselves. Sure. But uh, the caveat to that yep. is if I see you working at nine to five yep. and you have no plan in the say five years time, you haven't moved your goalpost. You've already reached your goalpost. If anything, you've actually passed your goalpost and you haven't made yourself a new plan. That's not the way to do. That's not the way to live it in your life. Sorry. That's a very good point. I, I've never quite um, sort of heard it put in that. Uh, That's the evolution of what we said. Yeah, then, but right? it absolutely makes a ton of sense that you work, you know, obviously when you start a job, you know, your, your goalpost might be pretty, uh, pretty short mm. just to get, get understanding of what you have to do and just do it well, like do it well enough. Yeah. But then a lot of people stop that goalpost right there. You do well enough and that's chill. it. You never, you never yeah. move it again. You go home, like you finish your nine to five, you go home, you chill, you watch Netflix and you go to sleep, have maybe a beer or two. And that's it. That's your day in and day out. And to me, that's just a sign of your own failure right there. Yeah. Right. Um, now it's, in, it's, it's also interesting. Like I have to mention that this, this sort of mindset evolution has, has also come because of my financial standing. Right. My financial standing has improved over the last year, which kind of allowed me to uh, get out of that survival mode to think of it uh, in a bigger way as yeah. well. So there's also that factor to it. So I guess the, the, other, uh, the other factor is that um, a lot of people who don't move the goalposts is maybe they don't make enough or they're not ambitious enough to, Could be. Could be. to uproot yeah. what they do well. Yeah. And potentially go to some place that where you don't do yeah don't do, exactly. don't do well and yeah. you lose the income or whatever and then you can't feed your family. There's a lot of that that risk around change. So those people who just stay uh, within their goal, I don't know. Like I don't know how if you call it risk because if there's if, to me if there's change, that means there's definitely a, a like a step forward. There's also a, a potential step back. That's a risk. It could be a lesson as well. It could be, but silver you, lining, man. Yeah. So, but, but for a lot of these people, like if you, if you have a situation where you have kids, you know, you have a mortgage, you know, you can't really survive not being paid or, you know, paying less, but like the, all, all of that sort of come into their minds when yeah. they're, they're the, I mean, even to yeah. me, like, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm at a stage where obviously I'm, I'm looking for a job, right? Um, you know, do I, you bum, <laughs> I'm still employed currently. <laughs> I guess it depends on when this, this episode comes out, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm at a point where maybe I can do something that I might enjoy. I might, you know, sort of expand my horizons a little bit, but it doesn't pay the bills. You know what you, I mean? You've had that thought for quite some yeah. time. You, yeah. You've always like, I've, I feel like we had this conversation mm -hmm. many, many times over. Yeah. At, at least once. Yeah. At least so, once. So, so it's kind of like, it doesn't, it doesn't, the, 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 I feel like the conversation, the mind, the mindset doesn't really change because you still have to consider those, those factors where, you know, you still have, whether you work on something you're interesting or not, you still need to pay those bills. So you have to work on something, you have to have a job that pays you enough to, you know, pay you enough to pay the bills. Um, look what am I doing? Yeah. Everything I'm doing is because it's, it's, it's things I enjoy doing. It pays my bills. Hmm. So... What are you trying to say? So you are in a pretty good position, I think. You're, you're paying your bills. You're doing something you enjoy. Well, that's that's because I position myself that way. 
Like yeah. you, you know what's that word that we've started off with this year, right? What's the word? What's the word? Say it. <sighs> Say it. Synergy. Syn- <laughs> Synergy. Yeah, exactly, bro. You just have to find a way around it. Like if you enjoy yeah. to do, if you enjoy something, forget the money for a second. Forget the money, right? If you enjoy something, see if there's a market in it. Mm-hmm. If there's a market, if you enjoy it, there's obviously a market in it, right? Then obviously there's ways to make money around it, yeah, right? Uh, so, I guess I guess my my thinking um, for those other people is that mm-hmm. you know forgetting about the money is a lot more difficult than uh, when I say forget about the money. It's just uh, like don't when I say that is I don't, I don't mean just. Don't be a, like be a hippie and don't forget like forget about money. Like uh, you know, yeah. forget it. Right? Forget about it. But what what I'm trying to say is like yeah, figure out the standard of living that you are willing to live in. Yes. Right. And plan and budget around that financial position. And I've said that before. It's like money to me is just a means to an end. It's not something that I'm, I'm going to be accumulating accumulating in my bank account and sit mm. there to fester. No. It every dollar that I have needs to be making. Uh, some sort of uh, uh, to to assist me in a way to improve, like or at least get me towards the goal that I want to to, to be at. Mm. You know, I don't know. Like here, let's change the subject for a second. Everything I, I say, though, right? Everything I say seems. I don't know if you have these these thoughts as well, but everything that I say, yes, it's of my own uh, experiences as well. But sometimes, do you feel like you're not qualified to say these things? Because so, you haven't like made it, made it. You ha- you're not like a millionaire or like a, a person, <laughs> a go-to person in your field. Yeah, it, I, I guess I guess you know, we're in a way almost talking about it from our ideal self's perspective. Yes. Well, we have that experience. But we're, we also, we're also looking at ourselves retrospectively. Sure. Right? So our ideal self talking to our current self. <laughs> <laughs> Someone who has... That 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 self that has found their escape rope, yeah, and Ooh, trying to give advice rope. to the current self who hasn't found the escape rope. Maybe, maybe we've just lost our ways a little bit, and we've come back full circle. Could be. I, I, I do. I, lo- I do like today's topic, though. Definitely, yeah. it's uh comes from a real world, um, scenario, and it became more philosophical. All right, guys. I think we're about time here. I will say one thing, though. I do apologize about those bloody birds outside my window. We're actually recording at my in my office at my house here, uh, not our, our, at our usual um, place of recording at Ron's house. And mm. um, seems like animals love my place. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, guys, thank you very much. For-